welcome to another episode of the Joy Social Work Podcast. I'm Joy. How y'all doing? Ooh, that was a loud one. Yes. Come on, black girl magic. Um, If you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. Nice to have you again. Um, It's November 21st. How, Sway? How is the year about to be over? That is ridiculous to me. I don't know where time has gone. It was just the summer. It was just January, but whatever. Here we are. It's moving fast. We have four to five episodes left. It was supposed to be four, um, but I think that it might be five because my plan is to have guests. It was supposed to be a guest today, but it just didn't work out. Um, Niggas be tired, so... (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't record. Um, So it's just me today. But the plan is to, I have some guests lined up for these next coming episodes. But because of scheduling, it looks like, and because I want to be the last episode before the pause, it looks like um, we might go into January 31st. with episodes so stay tuned on what that looks like also remember we are taking a break we're taking a pause january makes four years yay and we've only missed two episodes i think that's super dope i'm proud of myself and also shout out to christine for making sure um definitely during the the beginning of this process that it was consistent and and that was kind of a thing that she kept telling me is like you need consistency like people will get tired and people will forget if they don't hear from you when you say that they're supposed to hear from you so shout out to her and helping me keep that mindset and keeping this coming out over the years um but we're gonna take a break we're gonna take a break because there has been so much that has happened in the last i don't know how many months anymore How many months was from May, March to 2020? That many months to now. Um, So much has gone on and a lot of it I haven't shared because I don't know that I want it to live forever on the internet. Um, It's also very personal and personal in a different way of like how I talk about my life personally. Like it, a lot of it is like stuff like, if you know, you know, if you don't know, you will never know. And then there's, like, one specific story that I'm thinking about that I do want to share with people, but it's, again, something that I don't want to live on the internet. So, for that reason, two things. For that reason, I want to take a break to kind of figure out what the Joy of Social Work podcast looks like moving forward, if it looks like anything moving forward, If me being a podcaster is removing it from social work and having it be something totally different, I don't know yet. I really just need a moment to figure what that that is for me Um, and what what works best for me. Uh, The other part of it is because there is some stuff that I don't want to live on the internet. We will be celebrating the four-year anniversary of the Joy of Social Work podcast on January 22nd. And we will talk about some of the things. Um, this will be a time to get to like ask questions, to kind of like talk back, 
um, I know when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I respond to them or I'm like laughing really loud and it's like, they can't hear your joy. <laughs> They're, you're not, you're engaging with them. They cannot engage back. So this is a time to have it be a two-way dialogue. Um, so yeah, there will be a limited amount of tickets sold to that. It will be a super intimate event. Even if you are my best, best, best friend, get your ticket before they sell out. <laughs> because... Ain't no guarantee that you're going to be in the building. And then I'm going to be weird and awkward if my friends ain't there. But, you know, shit happens. And folks can't always come to everything. But if you can and you are available and you'd like to come, it's going to uh, it's, it will be happening January 22nd. It's a Saturday. Um, I think I'm going to put a few early bird tickets on sale next week for Cyber Saturday. Or Small Business Monday. I don't know. One of them. Stay tuned. Pay attention. Uh, if if you buy a ticket, I'm going to be very honest. If you buy a ticket and I feel like you're an op, <laughs> whatever my definition of an op is, I'm going to cancel it. Um, I do not want people in the building who I don't really feel like are supporters. Now, some people might buy a ticket. I don't know who you are. I've never seen your name. You might just get the rock out. But if I know you really don't fuck with me, I don't want you in the building. So if you're like, I halfway fuck with you, Joy, I just want to be nosy, I'm going to come, don't. Please don't. Just save yourself. Like, you don't need, it's not, because you might come and be like, that was what you wanted to tell us? You broke your toe? Like, that's not what it is. But, like, it might be something so insignificant as that, that it feels like, damn, I was trying to come to get some dirt, and you might not get the dirt that you're looking for. Because you probably are not going to get the dirt that you're looking for. Um, but whatever. I just want it to be a time to, to, to like, be in community with folks who have been rocking out, whether from the beginning or more recently. And just, again, be able to have a dialogue, be able to, like, get your questions answered about things that you might want to know more about. This is a, this is the, and the opportunity to ask me questions that, I mean, I guess you'll have to pay for it, but <laughs> it'll be like in-person questions, whatever. Come through. It's going to be a fun time. We did it for year one. I thought year one was fun. Um, year two, I just went to brunch because I wasn't going to celebrate, and then it ended up being like a snowstorm. And year three, we didn't do anything because it was COVID. So year four, just in case we go... Just in case this is the end, this um, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be turning up. We're going to have a good time, some food, some drinks, some networking, you know, come through before tickets sell out. Because in my mind, they're going to sell out. There ain't that many of them. I think it'll sell out. But anywho, Jaren's place, I get if you travel from out of town, you know the days. So lately... Or recently, not lately. Recently, I have recorded on two podcasts. The first one I did was The Queens of Social Work with Queen P and Queen H. So check that out. I want to say that that's coming out this week, I believe. Um, and then I also recorded on the Peace and Prosperity podcast with Jason Phillips. I will write the information for both of those podcasts down in the description so you can check them out. 
um, my episode with them and then their own stuff because they are dope social workers and people and they be talking about the things. So tune into those podcasts. Um, one of the things, kind of something that came up in, when I was recording with Jason kind of sparked a thought uh, for this podcast because I'm sure if you looked at the name, you're like, well, that feels for some people, selfishness feels uncomfortable. For other people, it's like, hell yeah, I'm all about that life. But we'll talk about it. We'll get more into it and my thoughts and feelings about selfishness and kind of why I'm leaning towards it in a different way that I have been previously. Um, so that's happening. Thanksgiving is like tomorrow. How? How? How have we gotten here? Thanksgiving is right around the damn corner. I am not doing anything, and I, right now, I'm okay with that. I really, I was, I, I, my family invited me to go to Florida with them, but flights are crazy expensive, and Thanksgiving is such a short time. It's like, I'm going to spend $500 for two days. It just didn't feel, not that it's not worth it, because I haven't seen my family since January. And so I would like to see them, but the way that, um, the way that money looks, <laughs> it was like, mm, you can, you can call them on the phone. You can video chat them because $500 for Turkey just feels like a lot of money. Um, because yeah, so I will be home. Um, I have gotten... I think I got one invite so far, but Thanksgiving is strange because I mean, if you if you've been here for a while, you know that Thanksgiving historically is a big a big to do to die for my family. Like we used to have a program, <laughs> there were performances, there was a lot. One year praise dance, like it was a lot. Like my family and Thanksgiving is a it's a thing, uh, and then you know. Um, my mom passed away, my my grandma passed away, my mom passed, my, wait, let me go back, my uncle passed away, my grandma passed away, my mom passed away, my aunt passed away. Um, two of my cousins got cancer in the same year. So, like, it just has been different. It's just been different, um, over the last maybe three years, three, four years. So, um, yeah. So it's, it's a more difficult time for me than Christmas. Well, although last Christmas was horrible, um, which is why I'm doing things a little different for myself this year for Christmas. But yeah, so this year I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything. I really just like Thanksgiving for the sides, and I am capable of cooking, so I think I might just make the things that I like. I just might make, like, some stuffing and some mac and cheese, maybe some yams. I like yams, and I make really good yams, but, like, I don't eat them. It'd be a lot of sugar, but I like them. But I might just make like very small pans of stuff and eat by myself and sing songs and cry. 
<laughs> yeah, like, and that just might be Thanksgiving. Because, like, why not? Why not? But, anywho. But Christmas, I'm doing things a little different. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that at that right now. If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me in real life, I have lately been on this, like, and maybe it's not just a new thing. I think it's more so, more out loud now. Um, I really believe in celebrating yourself. It's one of the things that my clients probably hate the most about me is because I'm like, that's great. Did you celebrate? And they're like, no. Or like, how did you celebrate? And they're like, I didn't. And I'm like, well, you should. And sometimes they're like, well, that wasn't a big deal. I'm like, it was. Whether you got a job, whether you like set a boundary, whether you cleaned your room and your house that you haven't been cleaning, those things are accomplishments. And those things should be celebrated. And celebrations look different, right? You don't have to throw a party. You don't have to like go out to dinner, pop a bottle. You can say, like, I'm proud of myself or, like, bitch, you're doing a good job. Whatever. Like, something like that you can do to celebrate yourself. Um, a pat on the back. Give yourself a high five. Um, my friend Tiana T-Speaks NYC does this cute thing. Like, if you do something smart or whatever, she's like, kiss your brain. You know, like, something like that. Um, anything. Or you can go out to dinner and boil out and buy yourself a purse. Whatever. A car. I don't know. Whatever you want to do to celebrate, I do believe in celebrating yourself. So I had made this, like, I guess rant um, in my stories. And then shout out to Key. Key was like, I need you to put this aggressive message in a reel. And so I was like, oh, technology. Because I haven't figured out the whole reel thing. But when you make a video, you can just kind of like upload it to Reels and then it does a thing. So that was pretty easy to do. Thank you, Key, for helping me. So I did that. And people have been responding well to it. It is a little aggressive in that I curse a lot. But y'all, y'all know the vibes. Um, but I do honestly, truly believe that you should celebrate yourself. Um, I recently got some good news. I think I talked about it before. I got some good news and it's finalized it's not something that I can talk about publicly so it's like if you know you know if you don't know sorry um and so I had like a little shindig like very 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 small um my friend bought me a cake I made lasagna a few people came over and we just like ate and drank and talked and watched TV and laughed. And it was like such a good time. And I'm like, oh, being surrounded by my people makes a world of a difference. Like I am my, mm, I don't want to say my best self because that is not 100% true, but it's also not 100% false. I feel when I'm with people, I feel best when I'm with people who I know are my people who I know are like supportive, who love me, who make me laugh, who I wouldn't say are non-judgmental because I think some of my friends are judgmental because like we want the best and the most and the and like 
success for each other, personal and professionally. So I think that does become some judgment in like, not I'm trying to make you feel bad about it, but like, can we, can I challenge you on these things? So shout out, shout out to the large fries. Um, all my large fries were not present, but some of them were. Um, so shout out to them. Some of them got me some like gifts. So that was cool. Um, it's nice to hear like, I'm proud of you from your peers, from your friends. Um, so I'm grateful for them. Thank y'all for showing up for me for good things too. Cause <laughs> I always, ugh. y'all know the last 12 years have been hard for me. And I feel like folks have shown up for the bad. And it's nice that it feels like there are positive things happening in my life that people are able to like celebrate with me and we're not going to a funeral and we're not going to a hospital and stuff like that. So thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Um, so yeah, I think that was all of my like announcements and like talking through things. So let's talk about selfishness. <laughs> I feel and have felt that selfish has gotten a very um, a very negative reputation over the years. Um, I have been called selfish many a times. More so when I was younger than as an adult. Or maybe not, I don't know. Maybe people just don't say it to my face. But being selfish to me means that I am thinking about myself first. It doesn't mean that I'm only thinking about myself, but I am thinking about myself first. So what does Joy want? What does Joy need? How is this decision going to help or hurt me? That's kind of how I think about selfishness. The definition of selfish, scan some vocabulary words. I looked it up and read the page. Okay. According to Merriam-Webster, um, selfish me is a full, is, no, see, I said I'm reading, mm, see, reading, child. Concern excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regards to others. Arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disadvantage of others. So when I'm thinking about selfishness, I'm not necessarily thinking about how can I maliciously disadvantage others, but what I am thinking about is like joy. So if, is it fair for joy to suffer for Joe Schmo to prosper? Now, I feel like I don't know about all communities. I don't know about all black people. I feel like I was raised though very much to think about how you're making other people feel. Being the bigger person, being the better person, being the whatever person. And oftentimes that meant what you wanted to do or what you felt was right for you wasn't important. Someone else's feelings and their thoughts and their needs were above your own. I 
now think that is a shitty way to teach children because then they grow up to be adults who are people pleasers, who don't think about themselves, who um, put others first and are suffering oftentimes at work in relationships with themselves in all kinds of spaces because they are trying to make the other person feel better. Like, I have a very specific example, but I cannot share it <laughs> because it is not my story and the people might listen to it. But I just kind of feel like, fuck that, do you. Other people don't feel like that when it comes to things like this. I do. So, when I was recording with Jason, one of the things that came up in talking about my loss is like, well, when, he asked me, when did my mom get sick? And I'm like, oh, my mom got sick when I was like 13. Um, but it didn't really impact me. Like, I knew what was going Like, I knew my mother had an illness. My mother was diagnosed with scleroderma. We didn't know what that was. Her doctors didn't really know what that was. There was really no, like... This is how we can fix it. It was more like we can't fix it. It's a chronic illness. She's going to progressively get worse kind of thing. That was maybe not progressively, but she's going to get worse. That was kind of the messaging for 13-year-old Joy. So 14 started high school, 15 in 10th grade, and now things are starting to shift. She's starting to get worse. Her mobility is becoming more limited. I now become a caregiver at 15. Now, I didn't sign up for that. I didn't want to do it. If I'm being very honest, that's not my ministry. Not then, not so much now. Um, Probably not so much now because it was then. So, in my mind, I mean, first of all, the, the brain of a 15-year-old is supposed to be selfish. They are not supposed to think about anybody but themselves. So, now being 15, and my one of my responsibilities is to get my mother ready for work before I got ready for school did not make sense to 15-year-old Joy. Also, and probably didn't make sense more so because there was another adult in the house. Who didn't have a job at the time because he was, he was retired. So as a teenager, I am looking at these two adults whose job is to raise me. One of them is now can't do some of the things that she used to do. The other one can do everything, but has chosen in the morning to not help me because I got to get up anyway. So I should just do it. Do you know what kind of resentment that brood, that brood, is that a word? I don't know. What kind of resentment that like created and, and towards my father, but also towards my mother, because why are you sick? And now why do I have to take care of you? Now, some of you are probably like, that's fucked up. And maybe it is a little fucked up, but the reality is that's how I felt. So now again, I'm a, I'm a teenager. I'm a kid. Y'all supposed to be taking care of me. I'm not supposed to be taking care of y'all because that's not the, like, circle of life. If I was 30-something, maybe even, 
if I was 30 something or 20 something and like didn't have a lot of other responsibilities or 40 and 50 like or in 60 like some people who are taking care of their parents that's a different conversation because that's like a natural progression of like aging and like sickness and children becoming the parents to their children not at 15 not at 15 so now at 37 I do struggle with when people feel like they're obligated to do something for people because it's like you you aren't you aren't you're, you're, you're not. Now, had this been my child, again, had I been an older adult or had I been an adult period, there might have been a different feeling about it. But because I was a kid, there was very much like, I don't want to do this. I don't have to do this. I got an attitude a lot of the times. <sighs> Which began my counseling therapy journey as a kid. Um, because I just couldn't make sense of why I had to then do these things. So fast forward to now my dad dies. Now I had like moved out of my parents' house a few months before my father passed away. So I asked my mother, do you want me to move back home? She said, no, I want you to like live your life. Okay, cool sis. I'm in grad school and I work full time. So there's not a lot of hours in the day that I have for myself. So now I'm older, I'm 25, 26. My brain is still like, I wanna live my life and do my own thing. I don't want to clean feeding tubes and fucking change bandages. Maybe, maybe had I not been doing it since 15, <laughs> 10 years later, it might not have been as bad, but it was. Like, I just didn't like it. I didn't want to do it. I'm like, nursing and medicine is not my shit. I didn't want to, I didn't want that responsibility, but it was my responsibility now, especially because my father had died. I am a person who then and now believes if you have the money to be able to pay somebody to do this, who who likes to do this stuff, do that. And so that became part of it is like, well, if I can't do it, somebody else can. And if we got to pay them, we'll pay them. If somebody wants to do it for free, thank you for doing it for free. But it, 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 it wasn't something that I enjoyed or felt like was beneficial to my mother and I's relationship because I had 10 years of doing this thing that I still couldn't process in my head of why this was my job and so again I'm sure people are like well, that's fucked up and that's mean but it's honest it's honest and that's all that I can give to you is that this is my truth so fast forward fast forward fast forward fast forward fast forward I feel like the thoughts and the feelings around making other people feel good, making sure other people are cool, even if you're not, being there for folks, even when you don't want to be, um, showing up even when you don't have capacity, have just kind of like been beaten into me and other folks 
who you're like, I don't really want to go, but I'm going to go because I have to go. Now you feel guilty. Now you feel like you got to show up. Now you feel like if you don't show up, it's the end of the world. They're going to hate you. All kinds of whatnot is going to happen. But what if, what if you didn't do the thing because you didn't really want to do the thing? What, what is the worst thing that would happen? Someone is mad. They're entitled to be mad. They're entitled to that feeling. That is for them to process and work through and deal with. Is it better for them to be happy that you showed up and you to be mad that you showed up? Because to me, that's, that's when selfish comes around. Like, that's when people start to be like, oh, I was selfish. Well, so now I made you feel good, but I don't get to feel good? So how is that helpful for me? When do, when, do, do I only get to feel good when someone else is inconveniencing themselves? Or putting themselves last or to the side? Now, I understand compromising. Like, that, that would make this a three-hour podcast if we got into all of the times of, like, all of the instances where, yes, you can compromise and, yes, you can do this. And I'm talking about, like, straight, like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't want to be there. It's going to make me upset. It's going to annoy me. It's going to frustrate me. But I still do it for you. Because we've all done it. We've all done it. I have... I, I, <laughs> Another reason why I want to end this... Pause this podcast. Oh, I said end. Pause this podcast is because a lot of the things that have been coming up for me personally and professionally, I guess, in like work that I've been doing with clients is relationship stuff. And I am, I've had these feelings, obviously, since I was 15 of like, I don't want to do these things and I don't feel like I should have to. And now I've been saying that for 20 something years. And now I'm having physical reactions to when I do things that I don't want to do. Because I know that I shouldn't just do them. So it's one of those like you say it out loud or you like put it in the atmosphere and now you got to act on it. Like I've been saying this and now when I put myself in these situations, I feel like shit. I was talking to my therapist last week about it and I was like, my mom used to always say a hard head makes a soft behind. That was me. Like I... Don't always listen. I don't always take the first, you know, the first thing that someone tells me is the right thing. Because I just, I just, I just want to make sure. I like to test it out and shit like that. So, um, it, it, it takes me sometimes a while to learn a lesson. But once I've learned the lesson, there is no turning back. I'll give you an example. First relationship, I knew that my I knew that my boyfriend at the time was cheating on me. I'd caught him plenty of times. There was plenty evidence. There was plenty like joy. This isn't for you. You should leave. All of that. And I 
felt like he did not want me to be mad at him. He would say, please don't be mad. And I'm like, I can't be mad because I can't make him feel guilty. Or whatever the case may be. I don't even really know what the fuck my mind was about that time. But what ended up happening was I didn't learn my lesson. And I didn't get confirmation. I didn't leave until he brought the cheating into our home. And so now it's like, oh, you had sex with someone in our house. You really don't give a fuck about me. But it didn't need to be that extreme because I knew for all of these other years that that was happening. It was like, now that it's in front of my face and now that it's this disrespectful, even though it was disrespectful before that, um, now I can walk away. But one of the things I was telling my therapist was one, like, I wish that I would learn lessons quicker than after I'm, like, fucking destroyed. But also, two, I just don't have the energy in me to give somebody seven years of chances anymore. Or five chances. Or three chances. It's kind of like, I don't like it, I'm not doing it. And, and, and that might not seem fair to people. And it also, for me, depends on the relationship, right? So, like, Lakeisha, one of my best friends, known her since first grade. If Lakeisha does something to piss me off, Lakeisha and I have the relationship that I can speak to her and be like, hey, when you didn't say this, this is how I felt, whatever. And I can choose to, if she apologizes, I can choose to accept the apology. We can move forward. We can talk it out. We can explain our differences and keep it pushing. Other folks, I don't know that I'm that invested in that I care enough. And that might also sound fucked up. It probably sounds like Joy's a bitch kind of episode, but tis what it is. Um, it's all how we think about boundaries and, and setting ourselves up for our own personal success. Um, what the fuck was that? What is that? Um, other folks, it's like, oh, I don't like it and I'm not engaging in it anymore. And that's it. And I've and I've talked about this with my therapist. Shout out to my therapist because we think alike a lot. I mean, on, not on everything, obviously. She definitely gets in my ass. <laughs> but on certain things that I feel like are more like quote unquote radical and like not so. You just have to. You only have one mother. You only. You have to like make these relationships work. Sometimes it's like, well, why? What 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 am I really trying and putting effort into some of these relationships and situations for? Like when I was like, I hate my job. Every fucking time we met, and it was like, well, what are you gonna do differently? And it was like, oh, I'm gonna quit. You know, you can't keep on talking about stuff. And so now that speaking of that, you know, now that my job is out of the way, I don't have a not that I don't have a job, but like the jobs that I have had while we've been in therapy are out of the way and those are not any more like um, topics of discussion. My life really is my relationships and my business. And like my business life is going well. But some of these relationships, I feel like there's like, oh, gleaming things that I want to work on or not. And a lot of it is just not. Shorty is tired. That's just... Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. So, 
many years ago when I was with said boyfriend, um, I don't remember what sparked it. I feel like we might have been arguing about something. And he told me that he felt sorry for me. And that's why we were together. And it hurt me so bad. Because I'm like, damn, I think I'm a great person. I feel like I bend over backwards. I've accepted so much bullshit, so much hurt and pain. And you are here because you feel bad for me. But even if you now in retrospect, you saying you feel bad for me, yet you are still fucking other bitches. You don't feel that bad. But anyway, but somebody saying they felt bad for me and that's the only reason why they had me in their life hurt my feelings. But I find myself doing that. And I told my therapist, I was like, sometimes I be feeling bad for people. And this is like personally, this is not professionally at all because that's weird. I mean, like, obviously you have sympathy and empathy for people's situations, but I don't ever like, oh, I feel bad for my client. So like, let me bend over backwards. I don't think that's okay. And when I say bend over backwards, I almost feel like I do that for all of them in, in some capacity, especially if something is going on. But it's not a feeling bad for, you know, it's it's empathy. It's it's like, oh, man, I can understand how this hurts. It's not like, damn, I feel bad for them. Let me whatever. But I feel like sometimes I feel bad for people and I overextend myself in ways that then makes me feel bad. Me physically feel bad or mentally and emotionally feel bad. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. So they're going to be there's going to be differences in the way that I'm showing up or not showing up because I just can't do it anymore. I've started to notice significant differences. Like if someone texts me or calls me, my response to my phone making a sound, if if I'm rolling my eyes or if I'm sighing or if I'm like, Ugh, I guess that's sighing or maybe that's not sighing. That's an indication that you are not a person that I am going to want to spend time with or be around or talk to because you're bringing something out of me that I don't like. I don't like that. I feel like I've curated my my business life into this space of like, I don't have clients that bring that out of me. Why would I want that in my personal life? And in my professional life, I could get paid for being annoyed by people. Why the hell would I do it for free? So, again, this is one of those things that has been on my mind for years. It's a feeling that I've had for years. And now it's just surfaced into this thing of like, I can't continue to not think about joy. Obviously, in some situations, other people's stuff will come before mine. Or how they feel might be like, all right, I'm going to make this sacrifice. But that's why I talked about how I think about friendships and relationships in, in these different sizes and packages and whatever, <laughs> these pride packages. Because I might show up differently and even if I don't feel like it for a large fry friend, I'll use Lakeisha because I just talked about her. Like, if Lakeisha... 
Keisha doesn't really celebrate her birthday, which she will. I'm going to make her start doing it. But, like, say if Lakeisha's like, oh, I want to celebrate my birthday. Actually, Lakeisha and another friend who's a large fry friend have the birth have birthdays on the same day. So, like, if, if in the case they have a birthday this birthday party the same day, that is a difficult conversation. Cause, not a difficult decision because it's like, shit, who do I show up for? And I would encourage them to have it at different times so I could do both. But, like, if Lakeisha has an event and somebody who I roll my eyes at the phone, well, first of all, well, that, that's easy because I'm not going. <laughs> it's like, if, if you were just not that to me anymore I just can't give it I just I don't have it to give I don't have the capacity anymore and I used to think that I was being nice oh I'm being nice it's the nice thing to do but it's not it's not nice because it's not nice to the person because you don't want to do it so it's not coming from a genuine place so you're not being nice and it's not nice to yourself because you don't want to do it so I'm I'm not going to show up and I pride myself on being this authentic and genuine person. So I'm going to show up authentic and genuinely. And sometimes that means not showing up. And sometimes that will look like Joy's a bitch. And that's okay. Because again, I can't continue living my life to make other people feel good, but I don't feel good. That's not fair to me. Folks make decisions every day that benefit them. And that, and you should. And you should. But when someone's boundaries don't then mix with what you want and your expectations of them, think about why. Why am I mad that Joy said no? Oh, well, because Joy has always said yes. And now her saying no doesn't feel good to me. And you don't have to put any more, th- you don't have to put that much thought into it. You might be like, maybe she's tired. Maybe she don't even like me. Whatever the case may be. But I think we just need to, to I think we do need to show up more selfish for ourselves. And again, it doesn't mean you're only thinking about yourself. In my In my mind, it doesn't mean I'm only thinking about myself, but I'm putting myself First or higher on my list of priorities, I am not doing things that benefit others that don't benefit me. It has drained me of money, of time, of energy. It's put me in a bad mood. I've had an attitude. I've like snapped on other people and taken it out on other people because I'm, I don't want to be around you. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm choosing me. And in choosing me, I am able to put more into the relationships that mean something to me versus those that I just feel bad for them. I'm sorry that some people don't have friends. I pride myself on having a great set of friends. I think it's amazing. I'm so grateful for it. And I know that over the years I've tried to give that to people, but I don't have it in me to give to them. Because they're not, they're not giving the same, they're unable to give me what my friends give me that make them my friends. And so when I'm trying to be this person to them, it's not reciprocated. So then I don't do it because I'm trying to be nice and I feel bad. And then it turns into now I'm resenting you because I'm showing up for you and you don't know how to show up for me. 
because that happens too. Is then folks don't know how to show up for me the way that I want. And I'm like, bitch, you ain't even. But you knew that they couldn't give that to you before. So now I'm just going to stop. It is no love loss. It is no hard feelings. It just doesn't work. I might still talk to people. I might still have conversations with people. But there will be parts of my life that they won't be a part of. Because they can't. They don't fit in that that space. And I hope there's somebody that's listening to this that's like, oh, wow, that makes sense. I do sometimes do things because I feel bad for people or I feel guilty and I don't always choose myself. And now I'm going to try to choose myself more. And there's some people that might listen to this and be like, this is full of, Joy's full of shit. And that's not nice and you shouldn't do people like that. But again, how are you doing yourself? You are your longest relationship. This person could walk out your life tomorrow and you have given them your all. And now you feel even more like shit. So choose yourself. Again, that doesn't mean only yourself. But think about yourself. If you think about yourself 10th on your list of people who matter, maybe move yourself up to 5th. And see the difference that it makes. See the difference in how you move, how you operate, how you interact with folks, how you feel on a daily basis. This is your life. You only get one as you, depending on what you believe in. I want joy the rest of my years here to be easy, Peaceful, fun, filled with laughter, filled with love. Did I say easy? Because cause I, just, I, just, I just don't have. I just don't have the energy. There's just been so many hard times. And I know that hard times exist and will come up again. But I don't want to struggle like I have before. I don't want to feel depressed like I have before. I don't want to feel like I want to kill myself because the shit is just not working for me anymore. Or it's just easier that way. I don't want to feel that again. And a lot of that was because I was giving myself to people and not to myself. I don't want to do that anymore. And I hope that somebody doesn't do that. Because it's exhausting. Because if I'm not here, it just makes it easier. I want to be here. I don't want to die. But I also can't kill myself trying to make other people happy. But thank y'all. <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, let me know your feedback. What do you think about selfishness? What do you think about putting yourself first or putting yourself top five? You should be top one, but you know, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. It's not an easy thing. I'm telling you, this is something since 15 has been on my mind and at 37, I'm starting to implement. My boundaries aren't the best. I want people to feel good. I want people to be like, joy made me feel good, but sometimes joy doesn't feel good making other people feel good. And Joy likes Joy a lot better than Joy likes you. Sorry. 
if there's space and energy and capacity to do so, come on, let me, I give you all this love. Come on, come lay in my bosom. Maybe that's inappropriate. But like, come and get the love and come get this energy. Come get these laughs and shit. But if I am around you and I feel like I want to pull my hair out strand by strand, then I, I, I won't be around you again. That's it. That's it. Check in with yourself. How do you feel before, during, and after you're with someone? Are you excited to be with them? Are you excited and enjoying yourself while you're together? And when they leave, you're like, damn, I really had a good time. I'm going to miss them. Hopefully we could do that soon. Or are you dreading going? Are you annoyed while you're there? And you are ecstatic when it over. it's over and now you have to replenish yourself? Think about it. Think about it. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for supporting. January 22nd, hopefully we could do this in person. Um, I said this shit was going to sell out. Now niggas going to be like, I'm not fucking with you, you fucking bitch. And that's cool too. And that is cool too. Thank y'all again. Have a great one. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving. If you don't, have a happy Thursday off from work. Um, Be safe if you're traveling. Be safe if you're not traveling. It's a crazy world out there. Be safe. Stay safe. Stay well. Thank you again. Talk to you soon. Bye.